0: Yes, checking something. Well, hi guys. Alex McDonald in Atlanta, joined by Daniel Munoz in Minnesota. Hey Danny.
1: Hey Al, how you doing?
0: I'm um, doing well. This is uh TPS report for Thursday, February the 23rd, 2023. It's the 23rd of 23 of oh two, is. but whatever. It is what it is. Uh are we not streaming on Rumble? We I we are streaming on Rumble. Here However, are, um,
1: looking at us on Rumble,
0: I will say that I got the notification from Rumble that we'd gone live probably a couple of minutes after we had actually gone live. So it may have, uh, I don't know, maybe it took a while to get going over there, but we are live. Hopefully, Sandy, hopefully you can see us. Uh, although it looks like sand. Um, I don't know where Sandy is actually commenting from. Oh, on. um facebook now yeah no we're on rumble we are you can head back there because she commented from rumble earlier anyway long to the tldr as the kids say uh yeah yeah we are live on rumble i'm guessing with rumble you just gotta give a minute give a minute to kick in and uh get going and everything will be fine anyway welcome back thank you for being here it is good to be back uh, although after tonight, don't know how many of you will be coming back. We shall see. Um, well, they'll be coming
1: back mad. Yeah, yeah. We'll
0: see. <laughs> yeah they see will be how many be. folks should piss off. Uh, in the meantime, though, let's uh let's have Steve tell us a joke and let's say hi to our friends. Actually, Steve can just give us gold instead. I'm okay with gold. You can send yeah. me some gold. Um anyway, Sandy. Hello, formerly, princess. formerly on Rumble. Hey Sandy, thank you for being here. And then Sandy down there, now of Facebook. Hey, Sandy. Uh, Peggy Brown is here. What's up, Peggy? Good to see you. Michelle Brown is here. Hey, Michelle. Hey, Michelle. Diamond Dave over there on Rumble. What's up, Dave? Good to see you. Janine Shanner is here. Hey, Janine. Thank you for being here. Uh, Joy is here. What's up, Joy? Good to see you. Holly Allison, just for from Radio. What's up, Holly? Thank you for tuning in. Good to see you. Canadian Bacon is here as well. What's up, Becky? Hey, Bacon. Um, If you're watching on Rumble, I say this all the time. People, uh, some people do, some people don't. Click the the live chat button to get into the live chat. Uh, Rumble does it a weird way. There's two sections. There's a comment section, which we don't see during the live show. And then there's the live chat section, which we do in fact, see during the live show. So find the live chat button and click that because there's over 20 people watching on rumble right now. And we want you to be part of the live chat. We want your, uh, we want your opinions and your input as well. Yeah, we do. And I got to tell you tonight, they're probably going to have some input. I'd almost rather their input than yours. I'm not going to lie, but that's okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. And if you're on Rumble, hit that red join button, go over to the uh, TPS Report locals, become a free member so that you get access to the content that we post there. And then if you want to, you can become a paid supporter for a few bucks a month and you'll get access to the uh, supporter only stuff as well. Speaking of which, we will have a supporter only stream Saturday. I Is it with you? Is it you it's and I? Me. You and me.
1: It's me and Danny and me.
0: on Saturday, and then the following Every other Saturday is me and Diamond Dave. Um, you get those for being a paid supporter. You get a weekly uh, a weekly show, and then other stuff as it comes up. Boozy meetups from time to time. Boozy meetups from time to time. But the intern calls them booze cruises. Booze cruises, yeah. But let's talk. Let's talk about this young lady again. And Why are we
1: back in the bed with the?
0: I, that's why I say, young lady, because the uh, the the two biological males who purchased the finest of gay babies are laying in a hospital bed in this photograph, as if they actually gave birth to these things. Now, I want to talk about Pete Buttigieg, because uh, he finally Danielle visited East Palestine. Did he went, he? Yeah, he went to East Palestine. Let's take a look at this little. Take a look at this little blurb here. 20 days later. 20 days later, he headed to East Palestine. Took a little look around, took a little look around Danielle. And then I think immediately went home and went on, um, paternity leave again, but whatever. He finally he probably visited probably needed
1: some mental health days. He probably had to like boil himself because he touched dirty things.
0: Right. The funny thing is he visited. Why am I missing a story? He visited. Only after Donald Trump visited East Palestine, Ohio, right. Daniel, right. Former president Donald Trump decided to go to East Palestine to, uh, there's not much he can do there. He's not the president of the United States anymore, but he might be again. And Ohio is a very important state to win when you're running for president of the United States. But he went there to show his support. He went there to show that, Hey, someone gives a shit about you. We know you're here. We see you. We know you're here. We know the federal government doesn't give a shit about them because FEMA denied support to Governor DeWine when when Mike reached out to the federal government to say hey can can we can we get maybe get some aid maybe get a bit of help over here right FEMA said no you're not eligible for assistance at this time now FEMA have since changed their mind as well coincidentally after former president Trump said hey you know what I'm going to East Palestine. Funny how that works, isn't it? It, Yeah. and, And here's the thing. I said, there's not much former president Trump can do going to East Palestine other than show people, Hey, someone actually gives a shit. Turns out there are things he can do. He can kick this administration's ass into gear and get them to do something he effectively publicly shamed them in their response to this right this is this is this administration's hurricane katrina right their response to this i i get that this i mean maybe this isn't on the same scale as katrina on its face but long term this is probably going to end up far more devastating than Hurricane Katrina to people's health. Again, I point you to DuPont releasing C8 into the Ohio River and the health effects that has had on Americans nationwide. Right. You, you release these chemicals into a nation's water supply, probably going to get some negative effects from it. So anyway, Trump heads there. Effectively shames this administration into action. So now they're going to get some aid from FEMA. They're going to get the, the help that we fund. Right. The taxpayers of East Palestine give the federal government money. It's not like they haven't, Already paid for this assistance over the years. Emergency relief, right? Three weeks later. (laughs) But here's I want I want to cover this because this is an example of of. There goes my there goes my mouse. Just disconnecting, just turning off, doing whatever the hell it wants. It's a millennial mouse. It just works when it wants to. Yeah, both of them. They've just uh, they've just stopped working. They're charged, fully charged. Batteries are good. I go to click on a story, fucking mouse is dead. I am, uh, I'm about tired of this. Let me go to this. That's not it. That's not it. This is a story. The, the, the sto- Here we go. The story I'm trying to open is this about Pete Buttigieg when he was asked about whether he was going to visit, uh, East Palestine, Daniel, mm-hmm. he was asked by a reporter from the, the daily wire, I, from the daily caller. So, caller, yeah. Uh, Janie tear for, she was, he was asked for, uh, she, he asked her if he could take a photograph of her after she confronted him about the Ohio train derailment. He was trying to use an intimidation tactic against her. I asked Secretary Buttigieg about the crisis in East Palestine, and I guess he didn't like that, so he took a pic of me. Tara wrote, "This is what this is what teenage leftist radicals do, right? They they I don't get that he's a child. He's Why a, did he take a picture of her? Because he he's he's intimidating her." Oh, I'm going to document you. I'm going to document who you are. I'm the Secretary of Transportation. I can probably hand this off to the FBI, who we've weaponized, and we can come after you. Those are the unspoken words. He didn't say that, but that's right. the that's the implication, right there. It's because of the implication. He's using a he's using a leftist, a, a childish leftist. Uh, it's it's like um. When leftists are protesting and people go there and film them, the leftists I, will walk up and put their camera in their face. Oh, I'm going to film you too. It's that kind of childish response. This man is is the secretary of transportation for fuck's sake. And he's acting like that.
1: And it's beyond childish, dude. It's fucked hearted because she's like a public figure. She probably had her name hanging on front of her. So, d- all you have to do is write down her name. You're more like I. Yeah, well he I'm doesn't. But that I'm speechless. I cannot even put together right. words. The
0: thing is that wouldn't that wouldn't intimidate her I, enough.
1: I'd probably taking a picture didn't intimidate her either. I'm like, sure it like,
0: didn't. I'm sure she thought what a prick. but
1: you're right. I mean that's the way they which think. is
0: why she's written this up. Yeah, and and listen, he's getting some. He's not getting criticism for this from the mainstream media. He certainly would had that being a New York Times reporter but because it was a reporter for the Daily Caller right. the mainstream media don't give a shit the mainstream right. media as long as they're not the targets of intimidation and censorship from this administration they tolerate the 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 censorship from this administration um it's just it's pure hypocrisy
1: And especially an outlet like The Daily Caller that not only doesn't toe the party line, but they tell the truth. So people don't like them because they tell stories that people don't want to hear.
0: Right. Right. It's just it's ridiculous. Goes there because he's shamed into it by former President Trump. Right. Had no intention of going there to begin with. Now they're now he's saying, well, you, Trump just wanted it to be a a, a photo op, so to speak. Um, the media is reporting it. Trump uses his East Palestine visit to promote his own brand of bottled water. He went there and he gave out water to these victims, Danielle. If you own a if you own a company that makes water, you're not going to go pay for Dasani, right? You're going to take your own water, right? But it's not, nothing he does, nothing the man does can be, can go uncriticized. Even when he's there to do, let's assume his motivation was to do a good thing. He's running for president. Of course he had an ulterior motive for being there. But if he happens to own a company that makes bottled water, is he going to go buy water from his competitors? and take it to east palestine or is he just going to ship some of his own brand of water there
1: yeah i would think he would take his own water there and dude the former vice president we expect is also running for president has he been there
0: Mm-mm. no has he, he s- was in uh, he was in ukraine ukraine yeah, yeah
1: falling up the stairs did he send his transportation secretary there to address this because it's such an important issue no To his White House to let us see how much he cares about the people as he's been to run for former vice president again?
0: No. 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 Did he have his uh, FEMA agency ship bottles of Biden brand water there? No. 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 In fact, his FEMA agency denied aid. They refused to give aid to the people of East Palestine. So Donald Trump stepped up to the plate. And in my opinion, quite frankly, hit a home run. Yeah. Shamed this administration into action. But again, our our mainstream media, our Marxist leftist media, don't report the facts. That's going to be a theme this evening because facts matter.
1: And that's how you know that Trump did something good is because the mainstream media felt a need to spin it.
0: Yes. Mainstream media felt a need to spin it. Let me try and get these stories in some kind of order here. Um, Cam's
1: here. Hey, Cam. My mama's here too. Hey, y'all.
0: Hey, guys. <laughs> I. There it is. Let's talk about this. This is from Diamond Dave.
1: Death Yo. of a. What the hell?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Death, I don't know what to say about this story. Death of a shot Clinton aide with Epstein ties. So this is a former aide of the Clintons with ties to Jeffrey Epstein was found tied to a tree and shot in the chest. And it's been ruled a suicide despite no gun being at the scene. And I have to imagine, despite. Probably not. If he's tied to a tree, how are you going to shoot yourself in the chest? The mysterious death of an aide to President Bill Clinton with ties to Jeffrey Epstein has been officially ruled a suicide despite there being no signs of a weapon pardon me, near the body. Mark Middleton, 59, who served in the Clinton White House in the 90s was found dead on Heifer Ranch in Perryville, Arkansas On May 2nd, 2022, the Daily Mail reported. Almost one year after Middleton's death, a police report obtained by the outlet this week revealed that the Little Rock businessman was discovered with a gunshot wound to the chest and an extension cord tying his neck to a tree. I could see the mail was obviously deceased. Deputy Jeremy Lawson of the Perry County Sheriff's Department wrote, uh, notably, Lawson's account indicates that while officers located a gun case and three boxes of buckshot, which would indicate he was shot by a shotgun in Middleton's BMW SUV, there was no weapon in sight. Um. trying to figure out the logistics of tying myself to a tree tethered by the neck no indication of whether his hands were you got tied to use your feet then using a shotgun to shoot myself in the chest and then disposing of the shotgun before i can do
1: it all except for the disposal
0: of the shotgun you got to use your feet oh yeah you could you could use the toes couldn't you yep yeah. Yep. And then get rid of the shotgun. Uh, yeah, dis- I can't dispose of the shotgun. Dispose of the evidence. I can do all the rest of it. Before I cannot dispose of the shotgun. You know. I believe, again, facts matter, right? Unless. Unless. Go on. You know, everybody's
1: got a porn buddy, right? Like the the friend that comes to your house and takes all the porn off your computer after you die before, you know, okay. folks show up. Like okay. hide hide I've, your
0: hide I've, your dirty mags was gonna and say, stuff. I to say I've not had that conversation with any of my friends, but
1: maybe as well. All your shit's so locked down, your house probably self explodes when you die. Um, it probably immolates. What's the when you set yourself on fire? Anyway, um, self immolation. Um, so maybe his porn buddy showed up
0: and cl- took took the shotgun. Took the gun. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, it's it's feasible that somebody came by the scene, saw a dead guy that had a fixie, wanked himself to death, and said, oh, free shotgun.
1: It's like a Benelli or something. Yeah, hell yeah.
0: Yeah, th- that's quite possible. Ridiculous. That's ridiculous is the word you're looking for. I mean, it's a bit ridiculous, but it's right. possible. Yeah.
1: Ridiculous.
0: It is, you know, maybe some homeless guy wanted a fucking shotgun. I don't know.
1: Wound around Little Rock, Arkansas.
0: But it got me thinking about Jeffrey Epstein, and i've I've said all along he committed suicide because that's the uh, of the facts that we have, that's what the facts indicate. Now, Sandy just uh, Sandy just posted a link again from the New York Post, and my my story here is from the New York Post saying that a shotgun has was found near the body of Clinton aid, new details. So near the body. How near? Right. If you shoot yourself in the chest with anything, with a fucking handgun, the, the gun is going to be right there. It's not going to be near you. Right. It's going to be on you. A contact contact, Shot with a shotgun. It's pretty identifiable. You know what I mean? Yeah. If it's, if it's, it, it doesn't even have to be a contact shot. If, if it's a shotgun with a 16, with a minimum 16 inch barrel, it, the, the most he could have been away from his chest is the most, to, unless he had stretch Armstrong arms. Right. Uh, the most it would have been away from his chest is two to four inches. That's effectively a contact shot with a shotgun, and it would make a fucking mess. But the shotgun would be right there with his body. It wouldn't be famed later nearby. It doesn't make any sense. The fact that this person has ties to the Clintons and to Epstein... Now makes me, makes the conspiracy theorist in me kick in. I firmly believe that Epstein committed suicide because that's where, that's what the facts would indicate. Right. But this is how, this happens way too much. Associates of the Clintons, associates of Epstein, they're either it's, it's either just one of the world's most remarkable circumstances or something fishy is really going on. Right. Something shady AF is actually taking place. The fact that the media can report this with a straight face makes me question the validity of every bit of this the fact that they don't question it oh yeah right. he was tied to a tree he was shot and there was no gun that's perfectly normal that's that's not perfectly normal and it never will be perfectly normal now we've got now we've got uh, what's her name Ghislaine maxwell a story bro- a story broke. It didn't break. A story came out uh, I think it was earlier this week talking about her. She's been moved to a low security prison. Oh,
1: sweet Jesus
0: There's only one reason they would move her to a low security prison, or
1: Access.
0: at least that I can think of. Well, no, cooperation. Oh, or or yeah, you know what? You might be right. Access. Access to a to uh a, a, dude, that's a suicide
1: hysterical. Your mind goes Yeah,
0: I don't, co- I'm she's not,
1: cooperating, and yeah. I'm thinking they're gonna suicide yeah. her.
0: Yeah, that that <laughs> may be that they're gonna suicide her. Yeah. But they've moved her to a low security facility, uh, which which indicates to me that she's cooperating. And the story says she has a lot more to tell. On the, um, on the, and now a, uh, uh, I believe an Australian court has ordered that. Don't ask me the circumstances surrounding this, but you know, this guy, this Epstein's footprint was global, right? And I think it's an Australian court that has ordered some documents unsealed, including a list of epstein's contacts that were redacted by american courts so those are going to be available soon so i i wonder if she's just not cooperating and naming names times and dates and uh putting people putting people on the spot i don't know anyway that uh the fuck is going on here that happened if
1: it keeps on giving
0: that happened this guy this guy this guy suicided himself it's amazing with a, a shotgun and, that and showed cleaned up, up the mess yeah suicided himself with a shotgun that showed up somewhere near somewhere near his body 30 feet away yeah is that what the story says did you that's open it
1: sandy says
0: okay 30 yeah 30 feet away i mean that's feasible Go-go um
1: gadget arms sure
0: Let's talk about facts mattering. Let's talk about... So we tr- on the, here, here we, try, we try to always be truthful with the things we say. Now, we, we may get facts wrong. We may get details wrong. But we always try to differentiate between the actual story the actual facts and opinion. We do that because we think it's important for the audience to be able to know when we're speculating, and I'll say, okay, I'm gonna now. Now I'm gonna begin speculating, right? Right. When we're given opinion and when we're we're, we're relaying facts to people, I think that's important. The story, the story is the most important thing. Our opinion on that story is secondary to the story. That is always the case. But we are an opinion show. I've noticed a pattern. I always saw it predominantly on the left where the facts were secondary to feelings. Emotion and feeling was far more important to those people on the left than than the actual facts, especially if those facts conflicted with their ideology, conflicted with their beliefs. I hate to say it, but I'm starting to see the same pattern of behavior on the right. I'm going to give some examples that are somewhat related. I mean again, these are all circumstantially varied, but they all lead to the same place, so bear with me. I want to start with Stephen Crowder. What Stephen Crowder did with the Daily Wire was at the very best remarkably misleading right yeah unethical he cherry he cherry picked little pieces of data little facts and spoon-fed them to his audience because he's trying to grow his own platform. And because these days people choose to accept the facts that they want and ignore the rest of the story, it caused a little bit of a divide. We've seen, I've seen the left eat themselves over and over again right woke culture is a great example of this where if you're not woke enough you're going to get eaten by those of those that are even more woke than you right you could you can follow the woke guidelines for years and years but if you step out if you step out of line once you're going to get devoured by the rest of your woke cancer Friends, this is what I'm starting to see on the right, or let's say from the center over, because I'm going to include people in this like Tim Poole. I'm going to include people in this like Jeremy from The Quartering, but they're not on the right. They're perceived. I don't know why. Why? But they are perceived as being on the side of the right. But they're not. They are no friend of conservatives, either of those people. And they don't and they don't claim to be. They don't claim to be. What they do, though, is capitalize and stoke the infighting. And they try to keep it going. Jeremy from the quartering, he's been bickering with Tim Pool. He's been bickering with Matt Walsh. He's been bickering. He he likes the drama. He likes to instigate problems. This is the reason I don't subscribe to his channel. I don't dislike him. I dislike his methods. And I left a comment on a video of his today because he he actually, fair play to him, he posted a video today apologizing for this behavior that he's been exhibiting. He's, he seems to have, re- now, the title of the video was a bit, again, a bit snarky. Like yeah, well, it wasn't clickbait. It was just, again, it was another dig. It was, oh, this is an apology in parentheses, not a scam to get you to buy coffee. And that's a dig at another creator, right? Even in the title, he had to put in a dig at another right. creator. And if that's the kind of thing you're going to do, I'm not interested in the in the content you put out. I right. put a comment on his on there today and it it got like I don't know if it's him that liked it, but, but people have liked it. And I said, I'm glad you did this because this is the primary reason I don't subscribe to your channel. These these incitement videos don't do anyone any good. You know, just put out, focus on the story, focus on the news, put out good content. That's it. That's all you have to do to grow your channel and to sell coffee. It's all you have to do is put out good content. Focus on the facts because the facts matter. This This infighting, this sniping doesn't help anyone. Then there was Matt Walsh. He did. Matt Walsh put out a uh, just a two-minute video talking about Dylan Mulvaney, saying saying stuff to Dylan Mulvaney, telling Dylan Mulvaney, you'll, you'll never be a woman. You'll never be a woman. Now, there were some ad hominems in there, right? He was saying you'll never be pretty. You'll never be feminine. And, and he's absolutely right. Everything he said is 100% true. But we had these other people, we had Jeremy of the Quartering, we had Tim Pool, we had uh, is her name, Amira from PragerU, Sydney Watson, and all these other people that are perceived as being friends of conservatives, attacking Matt Walsh for being mean. They said, he's being mean, it doesn't help anyone. He's being honest. Right. And facts matter. The fact is Dylan Mulvaney will never be a woman. Dylan Mulvaney will Dylan Mulvaney is a caricature of a woman. He's he's playing the part of a woman, capitalizing off of those weak-minded individuals that buy into that bullshit. Dylan Mulvaney for those of you that don't know is a tranny. He's uh he's She has spent a year now acting, playing the part of a woman and documenting the whole thing on TikTok. It's all for clicks. There's nothing sincere about it at all. It's an act. It's a show. And I see through it. Other people don't. We have these creators that are so-called friends of the right now attacking Matt Walsh, a man that is actually principled a man that actually cares about truth and cares about facts. And they're attacking him because they say he was mean. I understand why they don't want to be mean. Because their principles are over YouTube monetization. That's where their principles lie. Every one of these people compromise their content and they compromise their beliefs for YouTube money. They're not willing to put it on the line and say the things that Matt Walsh is willing to say because it's more important to them that they remain monetized. And so the easy thing for them to do is instead of talking, instead of debating the facts, the fact that Dylan Mulvaney is in fact a man, instead of addressing the fact that Matt Walsh was 100% accurate in what he said, they take the leftist tack of criticizing the way he said it. The same way the left attacked Donald Trump for, for four years. It's not what he said, it's the way he said it when it comes to policy of course in trump's case it was a a lot of it was in fact what he said but um but for the most part it was the way he said things he's he was he was mean he was gruff he was abrupt he was uh he was just a dick yeah he was uncouth and so now these people who who claim to be allies um Again, Tim Poole and, and Jeremy, they don't necessarily claim that they're allies of the right. They certainly don't claim that they're, they're conservatives. But they absolutely know that the majority of their audience is. And they gear the majority of their content, their clickbait, because that's what it is, to that audience. I don't play that game. I don't play that game. There, I know many conservatives that don't watch my show because I don't play the rhetoric game. Right. Because the facts are more important to me than ideology. I could I can disagree with someone's opinion. I can't disagree with facts. They are what they are. But we see this happening on the the right, in the in the right what do you call it? The I I don't know what to call it. The creator sphere. I see ideology becoming more important than, than the truth. And we don't win this culture war that way. Right. We don't win this culture war on rhetoric. Rhetoric's important, but rhetoric has to be backed by facts. Now they'll say, well, you don't change anyone's minds this way. No, you don't. Facts stopped changing anyone's mind years ago. Especially those on the left. I'm not here to try to change people's minds. I'm here to say what's happening. And I'm going to use facts to do that. So let's talk about the latest one. James O'Keefe, Project Veritas.
1: Hey, let me say one quick thing, because I think this will kind of, what you're going to say about Veritas kind of exemplifies this. We talked about this before. All that we have is the facts, and the facts just are what they are. But a lie can become whatever it needs to be to convince people, and that's the difference. And that's why fact, to your point, Why facts don't change people's minds, but lies can. And when you're simply manipulating stories to support your ideology, they can change minds because you're not limited by the facts. Right. So go ahead.
0: Now I don't have access to my other computer. It stopped, just stopped working. This is killing me because I have to get to this other machine to bring up stories. Absolutely killing me. Here we go. Let's talk about James O'Keefe, Project Veritas. The reaction to this makes no sense. The reaction from the right, I, I get the reaction from the left. I get them celebrating. Right. I understand it because... Quite frankly, this is a blow.
1: Huge win for the left.
0: To the con- yeah, this is a blow to the conservative movement and a major win to the left. And once again, I see people on the right ignoring facts and taking sides or facts as we know them. This is a developing story. More and more is going to come out. But there are things we already know that should matter to principled conservatives. The problem I have with this story is the way it's been handled by both Veritas and James O'Keefe. It started off with reports of uh, James O'Keefe is mean. Veritas employees letter targeting James uh, O'Keefe is leaked. The letter reveals complaints that staffers have with O'Keefe about uh, whom the board is expected to make a decision on. The letter was sent by 16 staffers to the Veritas board. um, And and effectively, what it boils down to is James O'Keefe is a dick. And we need something to happen. We need it to change. That story evolved into a story about financial irregularities, financial misdeeds by James O'Keefe. And now people are saying he was fired. Which is factually incorrect. So let's let's talk about this from a um, let me get rid of this bring up this. James O'Keefe was indefinitely suspended without compensation. Now is that effectively being fired? Sure, it's effectively being fired. But he was not fired from this organization. He made the decision, in his words, to pack his stuff and leave. He made that choice. But let's talk about why they made this decision. Has nothing to do with James O'Keefe being mean. Has nothing to do with James O'Keefe creating a uncomfortable work environment it is solely to do with James O'Keefe allegedly stealing from the organization. There are a number of things, there are a number of sources that can back this up, by the way. So what, what are they accusing him of? They're accusing him of some financial impropriety. Here are a few examples of what's been undercovered So far by Project Veritas leadership. This is far from an exhaustive list. It is merely a small representative sample. $14,000 on a charter flight to meet someone to fix his boat under the guise of meeting with a donor. $60,000 in losses by putting together dance events such as Project Veritas experience. Over $150,000 in black cars in 18 months. Thousands of dollars spent on DJs and other equipment for his personal use. Hundreds of other acts of personal endearment. Why does this matter? Because James O'Keefe founded this organization. It's his organization. Well, it's his board of directors organization. It matters because this is a five hundred one c three. This is a this is a right. nonprofit. And when you're a nonprofit, every penny, the use of every single penny matters. This isn't a company owner taking money out of his company to pay himself and spend. This is somebody allegedly taking donor money. I despise organizations that that waste, even the NRA, it's been exposed, has been squandering donor money. They had their nonprofit status stripped from them because of it. The same thing could happen to Project. They really, yeah. The same thing could happen to Project Veritas here. Project. If Ver- these things are true. If these things are true. So let's talk about. Let's talk about some. Supporting, information. I don't know if you've. I don't know if you've ever seen the channel Mister Reagan.
1: Mm-mm.
0: He has. He has friends that work at Veritas, and he's spoken to them about this. He put out a video about this. And I'm glad he did, because he seems to be one of the few conservatives that that realize how damaging this could be to the conservative movement. James O'Keefe fired their CFO recently. James O'Keefe claimed that it was a a difference in fundraising strategies and ideologies. According to sources now within Project Veritas, James O'Keefe fired the CFO because the CFO confronted him about these financial irregularities and that he tried to get the CFO to cover it up for him And the CFO is a conservative man of principle and said, fuck no. Because it puts the entire organization at risk. Doesn't put, just put James, James O'Keefe isn't the only one, assuming these allegations are true. James O'Keefe isn't the only one that faces criminal charges from this. The entire organization does. This entire organization that has been Critical to fighting this culture war could be shut down. People on my side are ignoring these facts. They're immediately, they're immediately taking the side of James O'Keefe. People are people are unfollowing Veritas on Twitter. And they're taking the word of James O'Keefe. Rather than an organization with a board of directors who have an obligation to do things the right way and to follow the letter of the law. Now, I'm not saying that James O'Keefe was doing these things intentionally, except, except one of the things he's being accused of, again, according to sources, this hasn't been made public yet, is that he had a girlfriend in LA and that he was using donor money from Veritas to go to LA under the guise of fundraising but that he was, in fact, spending all his time with his girlfriend in L.A. They planned to get married. And he put down a deposit on this big old wedding. Well, the marriage fell through. And James O'Keefe, in his video, he said, well, I'm not married. He failed to mention that he was engaged and that the plan was to get married and that all these plans had been made and paid for. He failed to mention that in his video. But according to sources, this is what happened. The wedding fell through and he knew he was going to lose all these deposits. So instead, he rolled it over into a party for Veritas staff, a Christmas party. I don't know. Again, these are allegations. We don't know whether it's 100% true. But I'm, I'm a principled man. And I want to to see this investigated. I expect conservative organizations to be above reproach. That's what I expect. And if they find somebody among their ranks that is allegedly committing crimes, I expect them to be stripped of their authority to be able to commit these crimes. And it looks like that's exactly what Veritas have done. Right. It is, it is possible to do good things and be a piece of shit criminal. They are not mutually exclusive. It is quite possible for James O'Keefe to do these remarkable exposés, expose the likes of Pfizer, of Acorn, of Planned Parenthood. It's remarkably possible for him to do those and have committed criminal acts at the same time. And if the allegation of impropriety is there, it has to be addressed. It has to be investigated.
1: Well, it's possible, Al, and it makes total sense that he started Veritas from his sister's fucking 2001 Chevy Cavalier or whatever it was, grew it up from a tiny little baby thing and still sees himself as the head and the boss and that as his company. And it's just not that he sort of intellectually didn't make that paradigm shift from this is my company to this is a 501 C three or whatever it is. And I can't be fucking around like that anymore.
0: And well, and I'm not, I'm not saying there's malice here. I'm saying it's a fine line with these organizations, personal and 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 charity. There's a very fine line.
1: And if it's your private company and you have the all these deposits down on some shit and you're about to lose them, and then you're going to pay a whole bunch of money for a big party for your employees, why not roll those losses into that party and, and not I imagine, lose that money? I
0: imagine that was his thought process. If
1: you own that company.
0: Right. If but, you own the company. The,
1: yeah. So... I mean, I've,
0: I've criticized the red cross over and over and over for their waste of money. I don't donate to the red cross and I never will. It is one of the least efficient charities on the face of the planet. There are far better organizations to donate to. I don't want to have to sit here and say that about Veritas, right? I want them to be efficient with their money. I want them to be effective fundraisers, and I want them to be a force to be reckoned with for the conservative agenda. But now people, and somebody's in the chat saying um, that they, and I'm not talking about people in the chat. I'm talking about primarily these big creators on YouTube. I'm talking about, a knee-jerk reaction to a story that seems to conflict with your ideology instead of looking at the details and looking at the facts. I'm not talking about individuals here. I'm saying as a whole, the conservative movement as a whole, the right side of the culture war as a whole. We have to stay, but take a step back, stop knee-jerk reacting to things, let, let stories play out. How many times have we ignored a story, Danielle, right. waiting for details? That's typically what we do, actually. Waiting for facts. We don't do these clickbait videos. Oh, you know, this breaking, breaking, breaking. We don't do them. Because you inevitably end up wrong. Right. I wait for more details and I need to wait for more. This is why I'm saying I'm not, I'm not assigning malice here to James O'Keefe. I'm not saying any of this was intentional. What I'm saying is it's feasible, very feasible this board isn't going to do what they did based on a letter from 16 employees saying that James O'Keefe is a dick. They're right. not going to do that. This isn't a board of leftists. this is a bo- go look at look up some of the names of the board members of Project Veritas. these are not men and women that are in the pockets of leftists. there's been some speculation that this is Pfizer getting its claws into veritas and i can't say that Uh, that's not the case but it's highly unlikely considering considering the makeup of the board of project veritas and i want i want people on my side to take i want people like steven crowder to take a step back Don't do these pop-up shows accusing your competition. That's what it was. He's trying to put his competitors out of business by sharing misleading information. We've got these YouTube creators who are trying to put their competition, Matt Walsh, out of business by sharing misleading information. By not being principled, by not being honest, and by compromising their own content for the sake of YouTube money and clicks. And then we have what is probably the most important organization for the conservative movement that's coming under fire now from from our own side, Because we haven't sat back and waited for the story to play out. Right. And the damage that's been done, it may be irreparable at this point. And if it turns out, if it turns out that James O'Keefe did in fact do these things and then goes on to start a new organization, can he be trusted? Could he be trusted again at this point?
1: People have a really short memory, dude. Should he be trusted, or will he be trusted? Because people have a very short memory, and if he's cranking out stories that people want to follow, one hundred percent, I like, think. People like will I said,
0: him. you can be, you can do good things and still be a piece of shit. They're not mutually exclusive. Yep. yep. You know, and and it's yeah. up to people whether they whether they continue to follow him.
1: I know that the story is not that he's a dick and that's not, you know, why he's being separated from Veritas. But I did not bat an eye when people said that he was a dick. Of course. He's no, a of dick. course
0: he's a dick. Look that's at what he what does. He does.
1: Yeah. He's a, and
0: even in his videos. Yes. He's a dick to everyone.
1: Yes. Yes. To
0: everyone.
1: Yes. I don't care. I don't
0: nope. care that he's a I'm dick. I'm not
1: trying to hang out with him.
0: Exactly. He'd probably be fun
1: to hang out with. We're dicks, too. I'm a
0: dick. I'm sure you would great to hang dick. out with. We could go be dicks with uh, t- together with people.
1: Yes. I say that, I would not want to hang out with him. I'd get my feelings hurt.
0: But I believe that principles are more important than ideology. Right. I believe facts are more important than ideology. And I think feelings have absolutely no place in any of this. If you feel like Matt Walsh was mean to somebody, well, suck it up, Buttercup, because Matt Walsh is telling people what they need to be told. If you think James O'Keefe has been treated unfairly, well, suck it up, Buttercup, because if he's committed financial crimes, he needs to be treated unfairly. If it turns out that he has committed financial crimes, I hope all these people recommit their support to Project Veritas because they are going to need it. Right. You don't just suddenly start an organization that is as powerful and able to do the things that Veritas does. That doesn't start overnight and we don't have time to rebuild another one.
1: Right, yeah. What happens to Veritas
0: without James O'Keefe? Veritas will be fine without James O'Keefe. Will it? Yeah, of course it will. They have investigative reporters. It, very few of the videos are actually James O'Keefe undercover because he can't right. be undercover. Right. right, of course. He can't be. He's a, he's very clever. He got this. They they got this uh, viral video with uh, Pfizer. Right, the the largest he said in his his uh, his farewell speech, which I think was remarkably. If you watch his farewell speech, Danielle, tell me if it is not hallmark traits of a manipulative douchebag. Okay, go watch it and tell I'm me. Sure
1: he well, of course it is.
0: Tell me that it's not okay. the hallmarks of a manipulative narcissist.
1: He yeah,
0: and and. I'm not saying that to diss the guy. I like the guy, but we know yeah. we know he's a dick. That's what that's who he is. But go watch it and tell me you don't see the same things I did. But we're in the fight for our future right now. We're in the fight that our culture is hanging on for dear life right now. And Veritas is critical in this fight. And all these voices, whether they're on the right or whether they profess to represent the right, they are important. And fighting with each other and sniping with each other and criticizing each other over matters of ideology rather than fact is destroying the messaging on the right. Crowder kicked it off. Other people seem to have picked up the mantle. Jeremy from the quartering apologized for it. And way, way, way to go, Jeremy, for manning up and doing that. We'll see
1: if he... Let's see if he changes his behavior.
0: Exactly. We'll see if his behavior changes. We're not going to win this culture war within fighting. We can't. The only way we can win it is by presenting the truth to middle America. That's it. Right. That's why it doesn't matter to me if a swarm of conservatives come and sub to the channel. I would prefer a swarm of leftists come and sub to the channel. Because then we're making more of an impact. Right. It's not about changing minds it's about getting the truth out there exposing people to another viewpoint they don't have to agree to it but they have to be exposed to it in order to be able to make re because even exposure to it will have an effect on your decision making process right and that's it that was that's that's my soapbox That's what I wanted to talk about tonight. I think... um,
1: That was a bit of a soapbox.
0: I think think we're in a very dangerous, precarious position on the right right at the moment. And only we, it's not the left pushing us over the cliff. It's ourselves pushing us over the cliff. None of this has anything to do with YouTube censorship or Twitter censorship or the weaponization of the FBI. None of that has any effect on this. This is us fighting among ourselves and destroying ourselves for the almighty click. That's what it is. I hope it stops and I hope it stops very quickly because... What we do matters. Not you and I. Not this. What right. we on the right do collectively right. matters. This doesn't matter. Matters is, a little bit. This is just this. But is yeah, no, you're right. Fun.
1: What we do and what we accept matters. Yeah,
0: yeah. We've got to be motivated by facts. We have to be motivated by the truth, and that right. that truth has to guide our principles. My principles tell me. That I expect conservative organizations to be above reproach and to drum out anyone that is not above reproach. And if that's what has happened here, if that's what has happened here, then more power to Project Veritas and the more success they deserve because of it. Right. And based on what we're hearing from inside sources, that's exactly what happened here fired a CFO to cover up what what are in effect crimes that is so
1: shady all right let's get out of here we're way over time y'all thank you so much for hanging out with us we Alex and I will be back on Saturday with the supporters only show and then we'll be back on Monday for our regular show so y'all
0: thanks guys love love you we
1: appreciate you we'll see you out there bye bye